Grab your cocktail shaker, kick back, and get ready for the big fat party. Greg and his band of unintelligibles are back mixing, drinking, reviewing, and discussing Bloody Marys and all that goes with them. My Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast, where you'll never drink alone. Welcome to my Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast, where you will never drink alone. We're coming to you from the studios of the Bloody Mary concert series, where we're very excited to be hosting Willie Wisely here coming up uh, before you know it. It's going to be July 9th, so uh, go to Bloody Mary concert series, check that out. And uh, my guest today is Mike Scott. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. I look forward to this more than you know. (laughs) Well, I do too, so maybe we're tied. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Hey, are you still doing those walk-in tours? I am. I am. As a matter of fact, I have have a group tonight. Uh, You know, so I I do the Ghosts of Historic Lacrosse walking tours. Right. um, And early in the summer... Just uh, you can uh, go to the uh, the footstepsoflacrosse.org website, um, and there's a number you can call or text, um, and let me know what date you're looking at, and. Uh yeah, lots of fun. When we get closer to fall and Halloween, I'll be out there just about every weekend. And it's mm-hmm. a great time to visit lacrosse is, uh, in the autumn. Oh, and, it's the best. Anytime is a good time to well, visit lacrosse. Well, true, but let's face it, autumn's better. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the mosquitoes have cleared out. Right. Uh, the snow hasn't flown yet. It's To me, it's the sweet spot uh, of seasons here. Yeah. yeah I agree. Yeah. Well, part of what gets me fired up about these reviews is hanging out with you, Mike, and having these great mixes. We've got a uh, unique one today. The other thing is is the fuel that we run out. Oh, yes. We have our base. Do, yeah. <laughs> Tell our listeners uh, what, what's keeping this running so clean. Well, what keeps us running is the Lacrosse <laughs> Distillery Field Notes Vodka. It is a corn-based vodka that is just that. It is 100% Midwestern organic yellow dent corn. And besides the yeast and the enzyme that they use to break down the sugars, there's nothing used to make this spirit. It's double distilled and filtered for an easy finish. And you know what? The, Mm. The older I get... Yeah. It's this. It's simplicity. That's what we're. Yes. That's what we're shooting for. This elegant yep. simplicity, yep. and I, I think that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the, the field notes vodka. Yep, I agree. And and I'll just add, it makes a pretty darn good Moscow Mule. And oh. I, I have about a half a dozen people that will attest to that <laughs> here from over the weekend. Um, I, we were. Uh, out on the back patio and drinking some Moscow Mules, which is a pretty simple drink. You know, yeah. it really does showcase the vodka. It's got a little bit of ginger beer and some lemon and or lime, but it's at least 50% of mine anyway are, are vodka. Yeah. And uh, God, those were refreshing and smooth. Uh, it was really great. That's a great summer drink. It is. But so is the Bloody Mary. It is. And if you don't mind, I thought I'd serve a couple of those up Enough of the garnish. Let's get to the drink. And the mix that we're going to review today is called Frankie's Fine Brine Classic Bloody Berry. But before we get into that, I always like to kind of keep you uh, hanging a little a little bit, Mike. And, and uh, I want to talk about this Bloody Mary Enthusiasts Unite partnership. So we have kind of a sister website 
Um, of course, we have our Big Fat Bloody Mary, uh, you know, podcast um, page. Go, right. You probably already liked that. The family, as it, I like to refer to the this. so-called yes. family, yep. But we have this Bloody Mary Enthusiasts uh, Unite partnership as well. And uh, we like to keep an ongoing conversation between our podcast and, and, and that page. And I'm starting a new thing today, as a matter oh. of fact. Yeah. And this was a suggestion from one of our listeners. We are going to have, well, not a safe word. <laughs> we're we're going to have a drink word. So in the course of our conversation today, if either of us mention a particular word, and this is going to, we're going to outsource this. I'm too lazy to come up with these creative things. They're going to come off of that, that page. Okay. So... Go on there and uh, put in what you think would be a word that should inspire us all to just stop and take a drink. Oh, I like it. Okay. You you like drinking. I I do. You like words. You're a wordsmith. And uh, yeah. So um, in fact, today I just put it out there. I kid you not. It was about 20 seconds. And someone made a suggestion already. Oh, and so we have, we, you have a word for today. Well, I actually do. All yes. Right. And uh, that word is brine. Brine. Right. So if our listeners or we uh, realize that we've uttered the word brine, we have to take a drink. Okay. I was just thinking, I'm like, that word doesn't come up that much. But then I just realized we are reviewing... Frankie's fine brine, classic, yeah. but it, oops, there it goes. There it is. Shucks. We haven't even poured <laughs> a drink yet. We, we're behind. Okay. All right, we got to take two on that. Yeah, it's a two-shot deal on that one. All right, we own one. We got one in the <laughs> right in the on the books there. So that's a new thing that we're we're going to be doing. Jump on and uh, give us your suggestions for words that you think should uh, invoke a drink. Still got a few of these stickers laying around, uh, a couple hundred of them, actually. MyBigFatBloodyMary.com. You can get a pack of five of these nice vinyl stickers with the likeness of legendary Johnny Cash uh, appearing to offer you a Bloody Mary instead of the middle finger. Five of those, uh, five bucks, and uh, free shipping. So MyBigFatBloodyMary.com. Get those damn stickers. They are cool. Yeah. And I tell you, they can take a punch. I, I have them on yeah. my water bottles. My water bottles are in the bottom of my kayak. They're in my car. They're getting, yeah. they fall on the floor constantly. Yep. And those stickers just take a punch and nice. not even a blemish. Well, warms my heart to hear that. <laughs> Thank you. Well, last week we reviewed Skip's Mix. Good mix. Very creepy label. but Right. <laughs> I, I still kind of crack up at your reaction to to the label. Uh, I'm gonna put my mix in. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like a Barry White song. Or something. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of Barry White, have you ever read the Onion uh, edition where they report of a court ruling uh, ordering Barry White to no longer use Sublime references? Uh, and instead to be uh, transparent and, and truthful and actually state blatantly what he's implying. <laughs> I'll let you just let that melt into your mouth what some of those lyrics might be. <laughs> so 
I, I gave you a few notes about uh, this this company, Mike, and just before we came on, we, we were talking with Sam uh, from the company a little bit about them. Um, what, what, what are your takeaways uh, from our conversation and what we've read on their jars and their bottles and... Right. So, well, this is a little different podcast because normally yeah. we just have, you know, we have our, our drinking material, but we have a whole buffet today. We have <laughs> we our bottles of Frankie's Fine Brine uh, Pickled. Uh, we, uh, we Pickles. Uh, we have uh, uh, ha- habanero peppers. Uh, what are those olives there? Oh, beets, bourbon beets. Bourbon beets, tequila jalapenos. So these are uh, hand-pickled in the United States, and uh, they use fine brines, uh, and um, you can use them with your bloody, you can put them on a burger, uh, throw them on a cheese board, Um, and uh, they're all natural, gluten-free, vegan, and come in these three unbelievable tasty flavors. Uh, So again, the, the, the whiskey pickle, the gin pickle, and the New York deli. Pickle. Fun. I cannot wait. Yeah. Yeah. Me either. Me either. Um, yeah. They're, they're, I think they kind of started out doing a lot of the pickled items. And who doesn't like getting pickled while they're pickling? It seems like a very logical transition to go into a, a Bloody Mary mix. And so that that's kind of the evolution of the company. They're out of Manhattan. Um, I think they do some of their uh, sourcing and production out in uh, California, but um, there's a, a site called igourmet.com where you can find their their products online. But they're pretty much throughout the country, uh, you know, that you can buy them uh, retail. You want to take a look, Mike? At yeah. This? So uh, take a look at uh, at that. This is the the whiskey pickle. This is the Frankie's Fine Brand whiskey pickle. Mm-hmm. And so, correct me if I'm wrong, but the the uh, the pickle is soaked in whiskey, and mm. then and then pickled. Okay, I'm in. Let's have some. <laughs> <laughs> Let's crack that thing open, and then here's what I'm thinking. We got five different pickled items. We've got one Bloody Mary mix, and I am gonna step out a little bit. Where of course we're gonna use our favorite. Field Notes Vodka from La Crosse Distillery. Yes. But then I want to try it with some Field Notes Organic Gin uh-huh. as well. And yeah, we have, there's a gin pickle. So maybe if we can choreograph this little podcast dance, this menagerie of pickled <laughs> items uh, so that we're pairing our gin pickle with, with the gin and the Frankie's Fine Brine Classic Bloody Mary. But either way, how about we get going on pouring a bloody? I think that is an excellent suggestion. Uh, so when you make a bloody with gin, mm-hmm. uh, is there a new name? It, is it still a Bloody Mary or is it called something else? Well, one could argue that it's an old name. Uh, there are those who uh, think, and I'm one of them, that... The original Bloody Mary was crafted at Harry's uh, Harry's Bar in, in New York. In well, Paris, but oh, then later right. it moved to to New York. And in Europe, the vodka not so much of a thing. So it's very possible that the first 
what iterations of Bloody Marys were mixed with gin. And what they were called and uh, still are today is uh, a red snapper. Oh. Yeah. L let's start, though, with just the mix before we get too far into the fray. Because <laughs> we're going to. Oh, we're going <laughs> to. We're, we're, we're drinking a couple of these drinks, and then we're also having some uh, whiskey-soaked pickles and... I'm just going to pour that, you some. That is, that's got, that's thick. It is thick. And you know, Sam told us about that, didn't he? When we were chatting here a bit ago. There you go. He had some, some reasoning for that. Thick, dark. Very, yeah, very dark in color and, and thick in texture. Whoa. That is tangy. Wow. Sweet and tangy and um, very fresh. Not killing me with the spice, though. Mm -mm. No. Although there is certainly some. All right. Let's dive into these. This is the whiskey pickle. Yeah. And that looks like about Just a pass quarter. it over. All yeah. right. Thank you. A lot of spices. I see coriander kind of floating around in there and pepper flakes. So I, I'm, I'm dipping. I'm going to dip this in the sauce in the uh, Bloody Mary mix here. Oh, good idea. Good idea. I'm going to do that too. Mm. Here comes the heat. Yeah, that is a nice compliment. To the mix. And I've got a crazy idea, Mike. You never know what's going to happen when you never come do. over here, do you? Never do. I'm I'm going to take a little bit of that brine from the the pickles, and I'm going to put my brine in it. Oh, well, I think that's an excellent <laughs> suggestion. And you've also just mentioned the worth of day oh, shit. twice. Oh, that means shit. our listeners take your glass. Yep. And you, a, a double pull. On that because that's right. the word brine was mentioned and I just that said just it again, so slipped. take another one. That's three. <laughs> if you're keeping track at home. Holy cow, this could be this could be a long podcast. Oh, yeah, this this is quickly gonna yeah. get out of hand. Stir stick. Uh, awesome. Oh yeah. So adding a bit of the liquid that is formed through the making of these pickles. <laughs> I don't want to get us too wasted here All by right. saying that word too many times. We gotta have one more thing. What? Whatever could we? What's a girl gotta do to get a little vodka around here? I'd say we throw a little vodka in this sucker, huh? I don't even know you. <laughs> you get like this. Well, where the hell are we gonna find vodka around here, for God's sake? Well, I think it's right down the street at oh. the old lacrosse distillery on our field notes vodka. <laughs> that? Fly that hummingbird right over here. Well, I certainly will. <sighs> Give you a nice. And so, well, yeah, let's take a, a little consideration here of what this does to the flavor profile of Frankie's Fine Brine Classic Bloody Mary Mix. Get that mixed up real good. Topped with a whiskey pickle. And there is a bit of that whiskey pickle. There you go. <laughs> and I'm avoiding all the uh, inappropriate jokes about that phrase. See how how much I've matured from our, the old days of this podcast. <laughs> Remember, we used to have the uh, 
obscure profanity. Yes. yes. <laughs> that was fun. We didn't have sponsors back then, no. No. <laughs> no. So we've got the uh, yeah the Field Notes Organic Yellow Dent Corn Vodka in there now. Let's try it. Well, that is just lovely. Mm. It's way better to me. It is. I mean, it was good before. It was good before, but it thinned it out. I found it a bit thick on its own. Yeah, I thought so too. It was almost yeah. like a... I know you often find me to be a bit thick <laughs> during these things, but... Yeah, that is... Yeah, when we first poured that over that ice-cold cube of ice, it stuck. It clung to mm -hmm. that cube, and I thought, well, I'm not even going to be able to drink that because it's just hugging that ice cube. Now we've introduced the Field Notes vodka. It's loosened everything up. It's spread the flavors out, and it, it has thinned the... Uh, the composition of the drink. This is this is a happy hour, Bloody Mary. Here, this is this mm -hmm. is what you have before dinner. Yeah, for sure. What do we got for uh, ingredients? Uh, and you don't have to read them all, but uh, anything stick out to you, Mike? Or well, the one thing that sticks out is this: this is a vegan mix, oh. um, which is great. So it's got a vegan Worcestershire sauce, and let's see, we have um, ground ginger. Ground mustard, garlic, black Ooh, pepper. That bodes well. You know the um, the red snapper. Yes. When I make those, I put mustard powder and uh, a ginger in my red snapper. So I'm kind of excited to try this with gin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see this. I love this ingredient list here. I know how to pronounce every one of these words on this ingredient list. So we got a nice uh, kind of an interesting mix of ingredients. This is the second vegan mix we've done. And at least I... Yeah, I wonder if that's a trend for crying out loud. I think it might yep. be. How about that Worcestershire testing we did? Remember that? <laughs> that was great. I, that was crazy. I can't say I was a real expert on it. Uh, I had never yeah. I had never right. sampled straight Worcestershire. So, right. That right. Like that whole... I mean, obviously, there's a whole cult culture of people that, that do drink it straight and, and have... Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, we're, we were kind of flying by the seat of our pants a little bit. What did we like? And our results, uh, as people heard in our little standalone uh, pop-up, were surprising, weren't they? They were surprising. Yep. We, and, uh, we dethroned a... Uh... Yeah, uh, favorite. We did, and uh, we we won't say any more than that about it. Nope. Uh, but go back and find that one, uh, the Battle of the Worcestershires. It was super interesting, and I would encourage our listeners because I know I saw already the controversy, the arguments. People get pretty uh, cranked up about it, but before you do get too cranked up, try it yourself. Yeah, you know, do your own blind blind tasting. You know, you think this shit's easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, it takes years of training to do what we do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Luckily, we got an early start. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I started at about nine a.m. this morning. <laughs> um, uh, we have an issue. Do tell. We are in Wisconsin. I am. Yes, we I are. I'm Bloody Mary Wisconsin. In hand. Yeah. I'm from Wisconsin, Greg. Where the hell is my beer chaser? But what I could be better? Do not have a chaser. What the hell? 
Boy, do I feel like a horse's ass right now. <laughs> yes, we are in Wisconsin. And when if you go to a, any bar worth its salt in this state and you order a Bloody Mary, if you're lucky, you're going to have an option. They're going to ask, well, what kind of beer right. do you want for a chaser? Or they're just going to give you the beer that they offer as their chaser, which is great. If they don't, you're going to give them a little sideways glance and say, what did I do to piss you off? <laughs> Where's my chaser? So, yeah, we're, we're pretty lucky to, uh, to have a pretty good chaser here right now. I think we should get to it. This is from our, our our sponsor. It is indeed Griffith's Brewing Company out of Soldiers Grove, Wisconsin. They are uh, located in the southwest of Wisconsin. They have a beautiful destination tap room there, and they focus on supporting local farms, local farmers, co-ops, businesses, and uh, eighty to ninety percent. Uh, of the of the ingredients that they use in their brewing is is it's all local. That's awesome. That's got to be awesome. uncommon, isn't it? I mean, would you think that would be a normal? Well, I, I think they came up with this idea a long time ago, but now it's the best idea. You don't have to worry about supply chains or anything like that. You right, just, right. You know, drive down the road and see what Frank has for us today. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, what are we drinking here? This is yeah, the one that we're drinking, and uh, Christian and I had this one uh, a few weeks ago when when we were tasting Lovejoys, and it surprised us both. Well, it surprised me how well this paired with the Bloody Mary. It's a it's a milk stout. It's a stout beer. It's called Cow Cult Milk Stout. <laughs> it's got to say that three times okay. fast. Um, but it's a kind of a sweeter profiled, locally sourced organic malt hops and lactose powder. Uh, and it's crafted into this velvety black elixir, uh, notes, notes of it like creamy roasted cocoa. I, I taste that. So I, I think it's a nice, a nice compliment. It's not real hoppy. Uh, it's about 5.5% um, alcohol by volume. The IBU rating is 21. And we, you know, we talked about this a little bit last week and I did a little research so I could at least appear to know what the hell I'm talking about. The IBU rating is basically a measure of the bitterness. You know that bitterness that you get from the real hoppy right. beers. And this one's rated at 21. That's pretty low. And yes. you know, you taste this, you, you don't get a lot of uh, real hoppy or, or bitterness. I was reading an article earlier today about Doghead our Dogfish Head Brewery, yeah, they've got some pretty good beers. They, they had do. that 120, uh, I know, they've had some real hoppy ones. But apparently they've come out with one now that uh, they say through sci scientific analysis is the highest um, IBU rating in the world. They call it the Who Loud. <laughs> yeah. And it's the name comes from the exclamation that you'll undoubtedly make after you take your first sip. Uh, six. So there. The I just to give you a point of reference, like the hoppiest, bitterest, whatever beer would be this one at six hundred and fifty-eight IBUs. Today, I'm oh. thankful that our IBU 
IBU rating is 21. No. Very yeah. drinkable. Actually, those words you used, creamy roasted cocoa. That's yeah. it. That it describes this beer perfectly. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It really does pair well. Yeah. With this bloody. Yeah, they're both. I mean, it's not like one is trying to help you from the other one. You know, it's just this one is this is really good. Now I'm going to clear my palate with something else that's really good. And I I can't wait to have another drink of a Bloody Mary. That, that, that could be trouble. But that to me, that's a nice pairing. Uh, and I hear some people saying, oh, you know, you have to have a, a light pilsner to cut right. off all that spiciness. And, you know, well, I don't know. Are you really enjoying that Bloody Mary if you if you need some sort of first aid? You know, <laughs> I don't like to look at a chaser that way myself. You know, you changed my my way of thinking uh, on this, because um, I I think initially early on my early Bloody Mary drinking years, mm-hmm. yeah, I needed a light pilsner. Back when you were like in your early teens, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, you know, young, yeah, uh, arrogant, but doesn't really know what he's talking about. <laughs> and uh, but you know, with this whole assortment from the Driftless Brewing Company, I'm just like, wow, the, the world is our oyster when it comes to chasers. It is indeed. It is indeed. Um, and here's one thing I do when I'm talking is I'm also drinking. And I, I, doggone it, I went ahead and I, I drank that whole Bloody Mary. <laughs> and it's not too bad. And I also finished that, uh, that whiskey pickle. So I've got an idea. We have some more pickled items to get through, but... Since I'm greedy and thirsty and would like another Bloody Mary right freaking now, why don't we pour another one, but this time with a bit of the Field Notes organic gin. Are you game for that, Mike? Bring on the red snapper. Let's go. We're going to do a red snapper. Yeah. All right. So give us a minute here, and uh, we're going to... We'll see how that mixes with the brine. Uh, I see what you did there. Cheers, everybody. Are you trying to get our listeners drunk? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we are going to pour a red snapper. So we're going to be using our our Field Notes gin, and we're going to mix it with the Frankie's Fine Brine. Yes, go ahead, folks. Oh, yeah. And uh, and we're going to say goodbye to the whiskey pickle. That's what she said. (laughs) Sayo. There's a little gin for you. And this, I tell you, this Field Notes organic gin, if you haven't had a gin and tonic with this, sorry. It's time you did. Yeah, you know what? I, 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 um, I, I'm embarrassed to say I just drank it straight with a lot of ice. No shame. And, Not around here, Mike. Come and on. a big wedge of lime. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. All right, we're going we're gonna to toss a gin pickle in here. So. so, yeah, these are pickles that are infused with, what, juniper and gin, and <clears throat> it's crazy. Right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slide a pickle your way here. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm not good at these uh, sophomore jokes, sorry. <laughs> All right. Do you want a little more mix, or should we just drink straight gin with a pickle in it? What do you think? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not above it. Let's just say that. That is a boy. That is a thick mix. I'm glad I poured 50% gin into your glass. 
And oh, by the way, Mike, Brian, 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 Brian. Um, I'm sorry, that's a nervous tick that I have. <laughs> uh, those of you listening to the um, podcast, all three of them drinking on all the brides. Yep. Just, just put the keys away. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. No, I've got. I have a, a happy hour. It's kind of a bit like a business happy hour, whatever, you know, like it's semi-business, but it's happy hour. I'm taking an Uber over to that. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> Going idea. from one job to the other. <laughs> did, have you tried it yet with the, the gin? I just did. Yeah. Wow. That is lovely. Well, wow. Very different. Very, very different. Extremely different. Um... The gin has more of an impact, doesn't yes. it? I mean, like, I know that that's gin. It's floral. Um, that, the, the, that juniper taste really hangs on. Oh, it, it's almost like, um, what is that stuff? DMSO, they like, it's a, <clears throat> it's a medical thing. They put it on patches to like deliver medicine through the skin. Oh, sure. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm really going deep here, buddy. <laughs> Bear with me. I swear to God, I'm going to bring this home and have a point. But it's almost as if the gin is uh, a catalyst that <clears throat> lets those flavors uh, totally permeate your taste buds. Yes. I don't, Jesus. You know, when the acid starts kicking in, Mike, I never know what kind of insights I might have. <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm drinking this one with gin. I think that's the way to go with this one. Yeah. Oh, and we got a gin pickle for crying yeah, out loud. I'm gonna bite in this gin pickle. Oh, who loves you, baby? That pickle's mm. a bit more crisp than the first one. Mm. I like the whiskey pickle, but I have to say my new favorite is this gin pickle. <laughs> Damn, this is fun. <clears throat> we gotta, we gotta get our listeners to come sit in with us. Is there a way we can get them right here and experience the same thing? Seriously, most of our listeners would love to be sitting here chewing on this crispy gin pickle and and having <clears throat> a real nice mix with a very fine gin. If you know, if I was anybody else right now, Mike, I'd wish I was me. <laughs> I think we need to figure out our our live touring schedule. So if you folks listening, yeah. if you have a spot where we can come in and do our podcast, we can. Yep. Where we can all gather to yes. drink together. God damn it, let's do it. And uh, you know, it's a challenge too because. So we're we're out of La Crosse, Wisconsin, and I know I don't know a third of our listeners are probably from you know Wisconsin, La Crosse area. If you've got a bar. Or frankly, if you've got a real nice backyard uh, and you think you got yourself a good bloody and you want us to review it, hit us up. Go to mybigfatbloodymary.com. You can, there's a contact page or you can comment on any of the pages or go to the uh, Bloody Mary Enthusiasts Unite and hit us up. Where do you, you want, where do you want us? I got a portable system here I can bring just about anywhere. No, we can go anywhere. We'll bring our damn followers along. And we'll have ourselves a little party, and we'll put it out, and uh, we'll review your mix. But a little caveat, 
we we shoot from the hip. So if you're serving up a bunch of zing zang, uh, you know it might not go well for you. You know. <laughs> But if you think you got a good bloody, you got a bar in the area, and I know a few right right off the top of my head, we'd love to go on location and record one of these. So man, yeah, hit us up. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, we you know we've got some more pickled things that we uh, mm-hmm. uh, are tasked with trying, and uh, again, we we do all this stuff so that our listeners don't have to. Well, I have to say the the whiskey pickle and the gin pickle that was they mm-hmm. were pretty good. Now this this is the New York deli pickle, so I would imagine that this is going to be a little bit yeah a little bit more what we're used to when when it comes to pickles. I believe that Sam uh, told us this was their best selling pickle. He did, and boy, there's a lot of. A lot of stuff floating around in there. Yeah. A lot of seasoning, a lot of... Oh, I don't know what the hell those are. Coriander seeds and dill, I think. And if, if I had a decent pair of glasses, so I could... We got garlic. We have uh, mustard, of course. Black pepper. And you know, as lately, when it comes to a garnish, yeah, I, I'm down to pickle, okay, a stalk of celery, yes, uh, and then uh, like a uh, maybe a sausage stick and a wedge of cheese. A purist, yes, yeah, yeah. If I had to pick four, that might be my fab four right there. <laughs> uh, I guess if I was feeling cute. I might throw that bacon strip in there, <laughs> you know. I don't always, I, I'm not always worthy of that. But, no, I, I like what you're talking about, too. We we are aging men. Shit, we're both well into our 20s now. And you do kind of appreciate the simplicity of, of certain things. And I don't want to get started. Oh, hey, you want to start a fight? Go on to the Bloody Mary. No, I don't want you starting a fight, but... <laughs> I have seen more instances. I'm an admin, and sometimes I have to just like, like a bouncer at a bar. I sometimes I gotta throw people out because it gets take it outside. I, people get heated about this. The uh, the garnish wars, as I call them. You know the uh, the whole roasted turkey and the suckling pig, and uh, you know the. Uh, um, the re, the cremated remains of Aunt Clara, you know, more for looks. Uh, it, it, it some people get really upset by that, but at the same time, that those are the photos that just go viral. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. and uh, God, I could talk all day about that. I love that it promotes the drink. I hate that it detracts from the drink at the same time. Right, but right. Yeah, the, the, them can be some fighting pictures and comments. I have a feeling that the attention is all on the garnish and not the bloody, which is not. That's what the I don't want to see. Yes, I don't want to see that. I want to. I, I want a good, strong foundation before we start cantilevering out over the waterfront with some. You know, fancy uh, plexiglass wrapped uh, 
porch and yeah, let, let, let's start with the foundation. So this back of this pickle, and I, I don't claim to be any kind of a pickle expert. I know a little bit about Bloody Marys. This one, the New York, what's it called? This is the, the, the New York Deli Pickle. New York Deli Pickle. This is real good. It's got a nice crunch. It's got a good flavor, a little more garlic, but it's milder. It's not spicy like right. that first one. It's a bit less remarkable to me. I mean, I like it. I'll, I'll eat this pickle right. anytime. But it's it's not bringing quite as much to the party as I think the last two did. Yes, yes. And I have to say, if I have to pick, pick a favorite, I, that, that gin pickle. That is uh, that's such a unique flavor. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's my favorite too. I'm just now going back uh, to our milk stout chaser, and uh, wow, it's yeah, it's such a nice compliment to to this to this mix. Well, it's just a damn good beer to begin with. It really is, boy. Yeah. I, yeah, that creamy roasted mm-hmm. cocoa. That yeah. I'm going to see if they'll give me some more of this stuff, you know, if I'm real nice to them. And if we say Driftless Brewery, Driftless Brewing Company, a few more times, you know, maybe. What is the thing? You stare in the mirror and you say Driftless Brewing Company three times and suddenly and a, then a, milk stout a case of beer will appear. That is, that's kind of my life a little bit, Mike. <laughs> I won't kid you. Hey, we got, we got more work to do. Let's get going. Let's get going. Look at these other two jars here. Yeah, we have. We have frightening. A, this one is scaring me. Yeah, this this one. This one. This is a tequila habanero. Mm. Both words yeah. have been known to cause pain. Yeah. In my past. God, if I was ten years younger, I'd go grab a bottle of tequila and we'd have a, a bloody Maria too. But. <laughs> I do have some more work to do yet today. Wow. What do you got there? So these are actually just sliced up jalapeno peppers floating in what appears to be a very seasoned uh, tequila or tequila-inspired brine. Oh, there it is again. Drink up, everybody. <whistles> Cheers. Oh, man. You know, you look at this and it's almost like, a, you know how some, here I go again, the acid, I'm peaking again. Uh, <laughs> but you know how some species develop with certain markings that make them, uh, pe- the other species avoid them, like the rattlesnake markings sure. and the, the bees with their markings. I, you slice a, a, a jalapeno this way and you look at it, it kind of has a similar response. Does. I look at it and go, oh. Okay, <laughs> but here goes nothing. Danger. Yeah, I'm letting that kind of melt in. Oh yeah, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> that has that lingers. Whoa, wow! Put this on a sandwich, and that thing would really take off. I think Ooh. eating it on its own. I I see what you're doing right now. You, you're you have sweat on the bridge of your nose, and you're starting to pant like a dog. <laughs> It is a little hot, but it's it also sweet. And I bet if you cut this, put it on a pastrami sandwich or, or something, it would be amazing. I like a little heat. I like a little heat. We're going to, hey, everybody, we're going to get Lynn Miller back. You can you can quit asking, quit hounding me. Lynn is coming back. She's a traveling gal, you know? She doesn't like to share where she is. Um, she is one of these people 
at least on a local level, that gets approached. You know, I, I've been out with her, and it's my damn podcast, right? But she's the one. She's the star. She's the star. She's the one they come up to, like, hey, aren't you Lynn Miller from that podcast? <laughs> and and she really, um, she is a little bit quiet about what, you know, what she's doing and where she's going sometimes because she doesn't like getting bothered so much. But she's, uh, let's just say she's up north this week. Okay, that's fair enough. Anyone in the Midwest kind of knows sometimes you just got to go up north. Absolutely. That's where she is. But how about we get her back next week uh, and we satisfy some of our listeners. And uh, maybe you, Lynn, and I could do a three-way mic. (laughs) What? I'm just talking about three of us sharing a microphone. Jesus, come on, man. Get your head out of the brine, for God's sake. (laughs) Cheers, everybody. The retail cost on this mix, you're going to find it for around 12 to 13 bucks a bottle. And it's, uh, I think it's 32 ounces. Same with all the pickles. And seriously, these are fun. These are fun to have in your refrigerator. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the the uh, tequila habaneros, I mean, uh, throw those on with some nachos and some cheese sauce and, uh, I mean, anything chili. Keep your chaser nearby, though. I, I just ate a whole handful of them <laughs> while we were talking. And uh, I'm like, where the hell did I put that chaser? <laughs> Are we down to the last uh, We are down to the last of oh the Frankie's Fine Speaking of bride. pickled, I'm getting a little pickled myself. So what, what what's in this one? All right, this is what I've been, I've been waiting for. I saw this label and I was like, okay, that sounds yeah. so intriguing. Is that one for me? This yes, it is. Thank you. This is the bourbon beet. You know, and oh, I, I, I love beets and I love <laughs> bourbon. Those are on my grocery list almost every week. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> oh, you're, are you kidding? No. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I got I to hit that chaser again, though. My mouth is on fire from that jalapeno. Did you try the beet? I just did. Wow. Yeah, I see that you're vomiting. <laughs> Do you not like it? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> wow, that is outstanding. That's really crisp. Mm-hmm. You know, you buy a canned beet. They're not crisp like that. No, they're not. All right, give me the story on this again, Mike. What? Think about the beet. I mean, yeah, it just tastes. It's like the earth. Yeah. Well, they grow underground. (laughs) All natural. No refined sugars. No GMOs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the ingredients are awesome. You know, you just simple vinegar, salt. Raw sugar, bourbon, of course. Yeah, but I, I don't taste the bourbon. I don't really either. But don't you feel like... Um, but I'm th- glad it's got a, invited to the table. But I feel like beets and bourbon are almost from the same family of flavors. They're both kind of this uh, earthy, earthy uh, yes. Comforting, sort of, uh, I don't know, right right down into your gut, nice flavor. Yeah, snuggling up to Mother Earth, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
So I, I could see where the one doesn't just like stick out, like they, they sort of blend together in, in a pretty nice way. I'm getting more of all this stuff, and I, I like to take care of my guests. If you'd like to be a guest on my show, you should know that obviously Mike is very well paid, but in addition to his salary and his benefits and you know his 401k and his health yeah. insurance, he, he walks away with a little bit of swag, you know, and... Uh, if you think you're funny and interesting and cute, or even just cute, I don't know, uh, you know, hit me up too, because we, you know, we're we're up for adding another person now and again, mix mixing things up. But Mike, you look at these jars, one, two, three, four, five of them, and if I hypothetically were to say to you, take two of these with you when you go, which two would you take? Oh, that you know what? It's a no-brainer. It's not hypothetical. You're, I am going with the bourbon beets, and I'm going with that gin pickle. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> those are yours, buddy. <laughs> Th- yeah, those are, those are really good ones. Hey, next week, we are reviewing a mix called Mary's Mix. And uh, <laughs> this is a am, mix. Am I in on that one? I don't know. We'll see. It's up to Lynn. It's oh, really okay. up to Lynn Miller. It is always up to Lynn. Whether you get in on that one or not, you know, she kind of remotely runs this show. Absolutely. <laughs> even when she's, she's not the godfather. here. The she's, godmother. She's here even when she's not. But, yeah, Mary, Mary's mix just knocked it out of the park at the uh, the Drunken Tomato Awards. They got, like, the overall... The, uh, the, it was Shelly created a new category basically just for this mix because it won so many points across so many different metrics. Right. They they took best in show. Is that and they took best in show. Yeah. So we kinda already know that's probably gonna be a pretty good mix. And we've got two bottles of it. So here's my idea. You and Lynn have a sing-off and whoever Whoever this karaoke is better gets to take the extra bottle home. Oh, oh, oh. oh wow. I, I have my work cut out for you me. You have your work cut out for you, don't you? <laughs> well, hey, you guys have wasted another... Well, normally these things run 25 minutes, but we've had so much freaking fun. I don't, probably by the time I'm done editing, it'll be four hours. But uh, <laughs> you, you've wasted another... Uh, Half hour, 45 minutes with us, and we really appreciate it. And uh, It was a prime time. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Mike, for, for, for joining me. And, uh, yeah, we'll see everybody next time. I hope you have nothing going on next Sunday either. See you then for another Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast.